This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us. A bit later on in the program, we are going to check in with the CEO of Landlord BC. And we're talking to him this morning because of a story that came to light a couple of days ago. And if you are a renter or a landlord, uh, you likely heard about this story. And there are photos on our website. Uh, They're kind of gross. They show a suite in Nanaimo, and this was a a basement suite in a home, a home where a couple purchased it. Uh, One of the only reasons they could get into the market was because the house they bought in Nanaimo had a suite, so they rented it out, as many people do. That's when things started to go a little bit sideways. And we heard from one of the owners, Tabitha Oakley, who said it was the second tenant that they rented to. They rented to an individual with a dog. They were uncertain if they wanted a dog, but they decided to give it a chance. Uh, But at one point, They say he stopped paying rent. And so they went after the tenant to ask, why aren't you paying the rent? Things got steadily worse at that point. And we were told by the homeowners that not only did he stop paying the rent for almost a year, when he finally left the basement suite, it was trashed. And again, there are photos on our website, but mold in the corners, a bathroom that looked like a bomb had gone off in it. Just absolutely disgusting. So that raised some questions as to why it took so long for the landlords in this case to evict the tenant, to get the tenant out, and if they had any recourse after all of this happened. So John McComb put that question to Greg Steves, who is the Assistant Deputy Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing with the B.C. government, saying what kind of security is there for landlords? Because we have been talking a lot lately about the rights of tenants, and rightly so, because of dem evictions and because of the tight tenant, the rental market that we have in this province. But that raised the questions about landlords. And we're talking about the smaller mom and pop landlords, people like this couple in Nanaimo who rent out suites, who do this to make a little extra money. In some cases, do this as it's the only way that they can make their mortgage payments. So what is the BC government doing to protect landlords. So here's what he said to that. I can't speak to that particular case, but I can sort of generally speak around the process and, and, and what we're trying to achieve in the Act. And the Act, you know, attempts to balance both the interests of landlords and tenants. And, and I think the case that we did here is, is a good example of where a, a landlord, an unfortunate example of where a landlord is, is struggling to work their way through the system. But generally speaking, when, when a tenant isn't paying rent, um, that is grounds for, for proceeding with an eviction, and we would expect the, the landlord to issue a 10-day notice uh, uh, to end the tenancy. And that uh, puts a certain onus on the tenant to, within five days, either pay the rent or to, uh, to dispute that notice. And really, the only grounds for disputing that notice would be to provide evidence that they, they have paid the rent. I think what we see a lot of times is... Um, well-meaning landlords who, uh, you know, maybe allow for a late payment to rent without issuing that that 10-day notice, and it just becomes this habitual um, pattern of of late uh, payments. All right, so that's where the story was a little bit muddy in that point because Tabitha Oakley said that it had taken, that they had to give at least three notices over a six-month period to show that the tenant had not paid rent or had paid the rent late. But as Greg Steves just explained there, he said, no, 
failure to pay rent is grounds for a landlord to kick a tenant out. And you can do that within a month. And the only way you can appeal if you're the tenant is to prove you've paid the rent. It still seems like a lot of back and forth and a lot that has to be done when you're dealing with a tenant that isn't paying for the space he or she is renting. So John McComb asked Greg Steves, does this case show us that landlords need to be more forceful? Don't let it slide. Don't let your tenants get in the habit of being late with rent or if they miss a month, not being strict and standing up and saying, wait a minute, you need to pay. You know, it is it is that 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 exact situation. I think back, I, I was a landlord myself for, for a number of years. I'm not now. And um, most of the tenants I had were fantastic. And I had one tenant who was routinely late with, with paying the rent. And I did call into the to the branch at that point in time, and the, the senior information officer I, I spoke to said, you know, really, you have to look at this as a landlord. You're 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 running a business, and you can't accommodate. It's it's not your job to uh, to accommodate this. The act takes into account the fact that there may be late payment, but the the information officer was was really clear in that if my tenant was late paying the rent, it was. The onus was on me to issue that 10-day notice right away, and uh, and create the obligation for the tenant to uh, to make accommodations on paying that rent. Well, if it becomes a pattern. Yeah. Then that becomes a breach of contract. But you have to provide that that evidence that you've made every attempt to collect rent. And the government wonders why people are reluctant to become full-time landlords, why short-term rentals are so appealing in some cases, and why being a landlord isn't for everybody, but you still have to figure out ways to make ends meet in this extremely expensive housing market. Uh, Now, Tabitha Oakley said that once the family served the tenant with the notice, he still refused to leave. So she said they put the paperwork in for a phone conference hearing for arbitration with the residential tenancy branch. That still hasn't taken place. That hearing was actually set for May 3rd. Uh, Now, a bit of an update to this, because I talked to to her as well on Thursday. And she said the tenant did finally leave, but that's when they went in and they saw the nightmare of debris, garbage, mold, dirt, what have you, in the suite. Uh, But the tenant also came back later that day and cleaned. Uh, She said it wasn't perfect, but the bathroom at least was a lot better than it was when uh, he left earlier in the day. Still a bit of a nightmare situation for lack of a better words, better word. So what can be done or what do we learn from this? And what do we need to do when it comes to protecting landlords and to making sure they're not vulnerable when all they're trying to do is, like in this case, rent out part of their home? Right. And, and I think it's great that we're starting to hear more from landlords. We've, we hear a lot from tenants. We don't hear as much from landlords. And, and I think it's, it's fantastic that uh, that we're starting to hear more from them and starting to better understand the challenges that they're facing in providing, you know, really important uh, rental and affordable housing stock. Um, you know, I think what we want to do is invite those landlords to participate in the rental housing task force that MLA uh, Spencer Chandra Hebert is uh, is chairing and make sure that their voices are heard. We really do strive for balance and we want to address landlord issues as, as equally as, as tenant issues. 
All right, that was Greg Steves. He is the Assistant Deputy Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing with the B.C. government, and he was speaking this past week on the John McComb Show. Uh, he mentioned MLA Spencer Chandra Herbert. He is chairing the new rental task force that is taking place, and he acknowledged that in some cases matters can get out of control when you have a bad tenant, saying that, yes, there are some people who try and game the system, they try and con landlords again and again, and uh, are basically getting away with it. And he's saying there need to be penalties that are in place and they need to be uh, serious penalties. He also said that the government has introduced changes to allow for repeat bad actors, tenants, to be hit with administrative penalties. But he also admitted there is still work that needs to be done. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.